0: Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast. I'm uh, Derek Marceau of Valley Farm Market. I'm here with my main man, Sean Walchef from Cali Comfort Barbecue. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm fantastic, Derek. We, uh, we, we made it. We, we're we, alive. We're here. Man. We, we, are, alive. we are
0: here. We're alive. We're okay. For the people that are listening that were at the barbecue event, um, don't, uh, don't fear. We, <laughs> we uh, all got checked out from the smoker explosion. And uh, we're we're fine. Gene Goikachea, he uh, went to the hospital and got checked out. He's good. Lungs are clear. Yes. Randy Gill, um, he's doing good. Got some stitches, but he's good. Um, If you guys didn't hear, we uh, had a little bit of a a mishap on one of the smokers at our competition. And um,
1: is that what they call it? A little bit of a mishap.
0: I, I. I'd, I guess that's what you call it.
1: You played uh, in the NFL and you got de six feet over a temporary white fence.
0: That, that's uh, I part been, of an explosion. I haven't been hit that hard in, in, in <laughs> I don't think you've ever been hit that um, hard. No, but it was, uh, you know, pick up the pieces and I guess some, someone's looking over us. Well, and I'm making sure we're okay.
1: I watched you fall back six feet over that white temporary fence. And then I watched Gene fall down over you. And I think all that in slow motion just mentally knocked me over on top of both of you.
0: It was uh yeah. Gene uh lost half of his head half of, of a, half of his head, head of, hair. of hair. Um Sean, your your eyelashes. My and eyelashes. And your beard. And my got, beard uh, got singed. Singed off. But again, it was um one of those things I know we talked about uh, Randy Gill last uh podcast and he, um, you know, he's having some health issues, but he's, he's doing well. Um, and he was graciously, you know, donated a smoker to Sean and I. And we we're kind of going through the ins and outs of what not to do. And one of the things not to do is allow the propane to keep going while um, it's going into your smokers and chamber and light it. And that's what happened. He, uh, you know, made a mistake, and, but we're all okay. So I'm
1: pretty sure he said it, it'll bite you. Yeah. Pretty but, sure we recorded that on the podcast. It'll bite you. And, and it bites hard. Yeah.
0: It bites hard. Um, but yeah. And then after that, I mean, everything went well. Man, the Del Mar barbecue went off with, uh, without a hitch. And man, I, I just can't say how proud I am of our teams. Yeah. Man, they just worked their asses off and did such an amazing job of not just showing up, you know, but working their asses off, working together, mm-hmm. getting things done right. I mean, this year was just so much more efficiently ran. Um, yeah. Well,
1: Delmar Thoroughbred Club—they were so much happy, happier this year when the with the previous year, just operational-wise, you know, having organizations and training Shane Walton and his crew come out and help with the tokens and you know just the whole layout, the way that Bill and uh, JC they got all the teams laid out so that there wasn't congestion. We and, talk
0: about MVPs, dude. Oh, I mean, we're, studs, we're so blessed to have studs you know, JC and and Bill on our team and Derek Walls and yep. just what they've all done to. Uh, you know, go above and beyond. You know, they make us look good, and you know we're not easy to make look good. And <laughs> pretty ugly, so uh, they did a good job on that. Yeah, that's for
1: sure. Yeah, no, it was it was awesome. You know, it was great to have all those PC teams. All the uh, <laughs> how about um, how about Andy Harris,
0: dude? That was a trip. Grandma right? barbaco- barbecue. Oh my god, are you serious? Came all the way back from his vacation. Drove straight from Missoula, Missoula,
1: straight from Missoula,
0: all the way to uh just so he more.
1: just so he wouldn't leave his team in the dust he yeah was, he was worried about and they leave, fucking killed it man That's unbelievable. skirt steak
0: with that chimichurri and uh, their turkey i mean i'll be straight up there that, that's the best damn smoke turkey i've ever had yeah it's I mean, so good what they do there is, is amazing and he's just a great guy and i'm getting a lot of his money because uh, he moved right next to store to us <laughs> so he's about like you know a block away from my my shop and uh he's in here i see him almost every day now that's so awesome that's pretty exciting
1: yeah it was cool. We had Scott Kaplan came out and he did a vlog and we got to run into Jim Trotter, who was out there supporting the event and c s keys I mean we just had so many people, friends and family. I mean, I know your family's been coming out to Spring Valley yeah. for as long as we've been doing that and then they came out to Del Mar last year and then for them to see they were just they were so blown away at the the difference. And the scale, Last year, the scale of the event,
0: the majority of them were in Lake Almanor. We uh, go on vacations up mm-hmm. to Lake Almanor. The whole family, you goes vacation? Up there. I don't. What, what <laughs> do you think? I, I said they do. I, I was here. Um, I but didn't they, know you vacation. No, fuck no. So they they go up there and then um, they. Uh, this year was a little bit earlier, and ours was a little bit later, so they could all come. And I think they were all pretty impressed with, you know. When you tell them, oh, yeah, we're putting on the barbecue competition, you, know, yeah. you t- tell your mom that, or you tell you know your sisters, yeah, no, I mean, it- it's cool, you can bring the kids, and you know they're probably thinking of some, I don't think they imagined fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people yeah. there in lines and you know all that stuff, so it's good for them to see and good for the kids to see what's going on. For
1: sure, but yeah, we'll put in the show notes, pictures from the event, we're going to do a complete email wrap-up and put all the uh, category winners and people that placed in People's Choice, and just so people know cali comfort and valley farm we did not participate in the event we we, <laughs> we organized the event we're, we we're trying to participate not, less. we will not
0: for um <laughs> the longevity of this event uh, i com- i competed a long time ago and um my com- competition days are completely over i'm I th- putting I th- on the events now
1: i think us and almost the- dying in the smoker was enough was was enough yeah. participation on our part right right yeah
0: well today guys we have a very very uh awesome guest that's uh, near and dear to my heart, um, Kyle Levy from Harvest Meat Company. Their family and my family have gone back for 35 years um, doing business, and they've been one of the the best companies to help our company grow. Um, the Levy family, what they've done you know, for the community and what they've done for our store, I, I just uh, can't thank you enough. So welcome, Kyle.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Derek. Happy yeah. to be here.
0: Thanks for inviting me, man. No, we're, we're excited to have you. I mean, like I said, the, the Levy family, they've you know, with my dad and, and your dad and uncle and stuff. I mean, it's a pretty cool story how that all started. Um, why don't you uh, kind of walk us through how how Harvest uh, came about?
2: Uh, well, you know, um, starts a long time ago, I suppose. Uh, you know, grandfather came from Ireland. He was a, a butcher, son of a butcher. You know, his his dad kind of delivered meat in a wagon in Ireland, right? Nice. So, I mean, it's kind of kind in our in our blood. But uh,
0: your dad was, I think, he was showing me a. a- magazine was it your uncle who's still out in ireland at a butcher shop yeah that was yeah. fucking rad yeah
2: it's a it's a cousin it's my dad's first okay. cousin yeah it's yeah he's right in the middle of dublin is yeah. it like levy uh, yeah yeah, it, yeah. Colm, Col- his name's colm Zolm. super irish name. Right. Really? C-O-L-M. <laughs> that's awesome colm you know oh. i always say it wrong but uh <laughs> but uh yeah yeah and, he, and it's kind of cool you know the way guys merchandise over there too it's different you know yeah. there's a lot of like well, they're, they're merchandising what they're growing on the island, right? Yeah. So that they got lamb. There's like different kinds of lamb grinds and stuff you wouldn't normally see over here. Right. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, family's still in the business over there. I've got another couple cousins that are farming and, you know, yeah. living the life in Ireland. So, uh, but how we got started over here on this side of the Atlantic was, uh, is you know, uh, grandpa came with a couple brothers, started a butcher shop in Iowa. Um, and, uh, you know, they kind of did that for 20 years or whatever and uh, moved out west and kind of realized, you know, that was as that was in the 70s as the, the meat industry was changing. Right. Sure. So it was changing from swinging beef or hanging beef to. Uh, yeah. You know, to, to boxes primals. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, they they just kind of recognize an opportunity and they actually started by selling a lot of like the like tribes and and intestines and guts that's how they kind of started really yeah they were selling the stuff nobody had really it right. out for you know and so then they just kind of built it from there yeah and uh, <laughs> you know just kind of stand behind the product, stand behind the service kind of acted as an advocate for independence and that that, that really is something that we really try to do today too is um you know a lot of our family's in the business and we want, you know, I want my, I have a daughter, you know, I keep, right. you know, doing a month and a half. So <laughs> I keep bringing that up. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I want her to have that opportunity to be in the business and have these relationships that you and I have, right. you know, and so, so us being an advocate for, you know, you know, there aren't that many packages in the United States and they kind of have their way. And we're luckily at a point now where we can kind of, Throw a weight around and, and stick up for some people that need no, to be great. stuck up for. So. No,
0: that's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you guys uh, didn't have a ton of locations when we guys first started, and no. I mean, how many? Where are you guys at now? I mean,
2: uh, we're all over the place. We merged with a really similar company to us in April this year, uh, Sherwood Foods. So uh, we, I think we've got fourteen or fifteen distribution centers now. Florida, Atlanta. Um, Cleveland, Detroit, uh, Kansas City, Denver, Utah, Salt Lake City, uh, Portland's, you know, Bay Area, LA. Have Phoenix, you seen? Have Indiana. you seen like the
0: the market shifting at all? I mean, from from what I've seen, you know, the past uh, ten years is a lot of the commodity stores who were you know purchasing select no roll stuff um, would sell your prime rib at two dollars a pound, or now you start seeing them, you know getting choice stuff you know a lot of these you know people these packing houses are just getting whatever cattle they can get they get whatever lots they can get pack them full of uh corn as much as they can and and you know get them to grade choice and yeah, are you seeing a shift there
2: yeah i think they i think so on some levels you know i mean there's a whole spectrum of customers and and consumers out there um I think the guys that are ahead of the game are, are are doing that. They're differentiating from themselves and they're becoming neighborhood markets and and finding what they want in the neighborhood and uh, catering directly to those. You know they're real in touch with what the neighborhood wants. I mean, you guys are way ahead of the curve. What you guys can do and what you guys have done with the different kind of offshoots that you've grown out of Valley Farms from yeah. from this to the barbecue to uh, to the delmore barbecue to. Right. Um, so. Um, yeah it, it is going that way but there's still a lot of guys that you know it's you gotta look at it two different ways you, you kinda deal with guys that are business owners that mm-hmm. are kinda own one or two three stores and then you deal with guys that are professional buyers that are you know part of these grocery chains mm-hmm. and um, you know they're both good customers and, and obviously customers that I appreciate uh, but it's it's neat because you see the change in, coming from from the businessman that are on the street, or you know, in their well, stores. It's, it's they,
1: on the micro level. It goes back to your grandfather coming from Ireland and figuring out what exactly is he going to sell, and he's going to sell those, you know, specialty items that people want in the neighborhood and in the village. I mean, yeah, really, yeah, it goes back to that exact level. Oh, we're taking live calls. Take it. Take it. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the
0: Smoke. What can <laughs> we get you guys today?
1: Oh, Let's take this live call, seriously. Except if I'm, it's I'm U.S. So foods. i totally down. Put it on speakerphone. Put it on speakerphone.
0: <laughs> I mean, I thought we would have uh, figured this out by now, but apparently we, we haven't. What happened? Yeah, that's my fault.
1: What happened, Corey? I thought we were going to take that live call. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No? No orders. No orders? The uh, we are going to solve some some... The business. power's out. The power's out.
0: How'd you do with your power outage yesterday?
1: Oh, the second power outage? A second like, power outage in, in like weeks? in a month? Uh, not well. No. Wow. No. Eric and Gene are uh, working at figuring out what we have to do.
0: What? Is it your fault or is it SD No, it's SD Genie. Wow,
1: like, it's just uh, they had something wrong with something. One of their...
0: One of the ram fritzes
1: broke? Something like that,
0: and they, they had to fix it with a snore flak.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: You yeah. remember that big one in San Diego? The, the excuse was uh, some guy pushed a button in Yuma. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, really? really push that button. Yeah. yeah, I
0: remember that power outage in San Diego. We stayed open with like flashlights and everything. I actually, uh, we were letting like one person in at a time, and people were coming in and, like buying like waters the ice, and canned all the and you everything have. you can. Yeah, you can all imagine. all the water you can have. Like, oh my god! People thought it was like the The end end of the world yeah
2: so we got we got our trucks out the next morning right and so what we did we closed all our we we have like a huge eighty thousand square foot warehouse where we where we you know cooler obviously right
0: that's fucking ginormous
2: and uh so our lights we have a little bit of backup power but it wasn't all that bright and we were going to get the orders out because you know we were going to get the orders out we assumed people needed me and so what we did we had i have a Prius. That I own, and then we had a couple company Priuses. We we drove those up the dock into there. Oh, really? Put it on electric. Turned on the brights. There And, you go. and pulled all the orders. Nice,
0: yeah. nice. I mean, that's.
2: I guess that's the difference between a family company and you know that's
0: yeah, you know can, we were all there all people. night yeah, you know yeah. fuck yeah we we uh, when that happened
1: when that happened that was opening of NFL it was a Thursday night game against uh, I think it was the Packers against the Saints. Power went out. Everyone yeah, scramb- ev- everyone's price. scrambling. We had the bar full of people. We're like, we're keeping the bar open. We kept Just the bar. Pour, we, fucking kept the- we fucking kept the bar open. We got <laughs> cash ice. Only. We put cash only. We yeah. put uh, we put the barbecue out. We started grilling burgers. Keith went to the cars. Went to some regulars and actually siphoned gas. Out of the cars with a hose, suck the gas out of the car.
0: That does not surprise With a hose, that gypsy put it key.
1: put it into the gas <laughs> so that we could run the generator and put one TV on. We had one fucking TV on. We had we were making burgers on the front patio. That's actually and we were rad. selling beer.
0: That's pretty rad. No, that's badass. Yes, yeah. no, that happened. Cool. That's cool. That's rad. I had
2: a similar thing. We went down once we got done pulling the orders. We pop down a cash free bar and girl, you go. they had like one yep. one generator going as cash only <laughs> right. beers warm but it was whatever <laughs> i mean
0: what a memory yeah yeah it's exactly. kind of cool I and mean, we had lines honest to god we had we had a line like, i remember i 15, went to 16, i went 16, i didn't
1: yeah. come over here but i went to like the closest liquor store and i was like can ice? i get some ice and ice they're ice like beer it'll beer 40 40 dollars for a bag of ice I'm like, <laughs> go fuck yourself
0: <laughs> see that's one thing that we never do yeah and that's go that e- fuck yourself Forty for a
1: bag of ice in
0: the beer industry right so there's a lot of allocated beers yeah you can't if you're on you know, we've been doing it for so long, we're on a lot of these lists where we can get beers that other people can't. You go to some of these stores, you know, let's just say the beer costs them four bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the store and you see it, they're they're advertising it for twenty nine ninety nine. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Just because it's so allocated doesn't mean you should just raise the prices. We just take care of our regular customers and pe- people that come in, I'm like, Hey, they're like, how much is it? I'm like, it's five ninety nine. They're like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I just paid twenty nine over there. I'm like, I make my margin. I work off yeah. the margin for my beer, and that's what I, no matter if it's the rarest or, I mean, if it's the rarest, I'm probably drinking it. So, <laughs> it, might not, it might not make it to the shelf, but, uh, you know, it's, like, I can't stand people that do yeah, that Nobody's
1: going to retire off the shit. Right. Speaking, you
0: know, like, right. you're making a couple <laughs> extra hundred bucks. Give me a break.
1: Speaking of beer, did you see what Anheuser did for Houston? No. no. Yeah. They've, they've been sending out water, so they stopped making beer, and they've canned it just water. No way! They fucking been sending it out That's to cool. help out. Yeah, it's real rad. That is actually we'll put really it in the show cool. notes. I saw it on Twitter the other day. Oh, Twitter, yeah.
0: Twitter,
1: sake. yeah. No, it was really he's cool. All though.
0: over me about fucking getting on this Twitter shit. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, I just talked to Joey the other day. He came in for fight night. He's like, dude, I just I just booked a I just booked some because uh, he's a he's an agent for MLS soccer, uh-huh. and he just got a, a huge a huge uh, meeting because of Twitter. I was like, my man. Can't wait to tell Derek. I actually,
0: uh, <laughs> you said my fingers were on fire at the podcast. I know, you movie. were. You were. I was fucking tweeting away.
1: 138 characters. Dude, that, that's... And an emoji. Yeah.
0: So, Kyle, where'd you grow up? You grew, grew up out here in San Diego? San Diego,
2: yeah. Grew up, uh, you know, first 10, 11 years, lived in UC, and then moved, parents moved over to North BB. Yeah. Kind of grew up in North BB. And there, you yeah. said
0: uh, your, your wife is... From she went to
2: bishops. She went to bishops. Yeah, she went to bishops. She bishops. Uh, yeah, that's where
0: Sean went. Oh, so nice. That's why, I, yeah. why I bring it up. Night,
2: night, the nights. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bishops. Such a beautiful school. It so, is. It so,
2: is. So, yeah. I mean, start saving now. I'm starting yeah. saving now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, it was but like, it is a beautiful school, man. Yeah. It was
1: like sixteen thousand a year back in '94. Yeah. Like now, it's God. I don't even know. It's probably like forty thousand.
2: Yeah, I gotta imagine something more around there. You got like,
1: so, you got that in your your couch cushions. Me? Oh,
2: Fuck no. No, we're we're he's keeping the margin steady on the beer. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> I need to sell some more twenty nine dollars beer. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Let's do that. Get those No, kids.
0: we actually we talked about my wife and I we were talking about um, schools because our kids are getting to the age now where they're gonna you know start start going and um, my nephews go to a, a school called Warren Walker and it's a uh, you know, it's a really really cool school, and I was thinking about maybe sending them there. Warren Walker's a great school, um, and seeing how that uh, works out. And then I really would like them to go to a, a private or a public uh, middle school, and uh, so <clears throat> you know, maybe because the schools, the class sizes are so big right now, and that's the problem. So trying to get them a little bit more, uh, you know, attention, and uh, maybe send them to private early, and then we'll see. Um, what happens after that yeah. but I say that but I mean let's be honest it's not really my decision you don't get you <laughs> don't, you don't <laughs> it's going to be whatever my wife <laughs> really tells me what we're going to do um, but yeah I mean I think Warren Walker does feed into Bishops Bishops
1: yeah Warren Walker's a
0: great school so so, sure um, yeah so uh, another good thing about Harvest Me Company is that they, they really really focus on their uh, you know he was talking about their independence and stuff and they are graciously sending me out to uh, Nebraska in a in a month, sending me out to the the packing house that I use. When is that? When? Yeah, early October. Early October. Yeah. nice. First week of October, um, sending me out to a Greater Omaha beef packing plant. We've been with them for twelve years. We've been using the same beef, and I think that's really a key to our successes. We're uh, we're very consistent in the product that we bring in, um, and I don't know. And I you know, of course, I'm gonna be biased, but I don't know if there's any better workmanship than greater Omaha. Their spec on their product is, is phenomenal. If anyone listening, if you guys have anyone that carries some greater Omaha product, I would uh, advise you to just go try it. Um, there, we, we were on their Angus program. We carry a lot of their Angus stuff and, um, only choice and prime, but man, it is so much different than some of these bigger commodity, uh, packing houses. You know, you get the, the national, the IVPs and which they're, they're still good stuff, you know, but, um, you get one of those tri tips compared to one. It's it's a big difference. It's
2: a, absolutely. I, and you know the, those those other bigger guys, National IVP, JVS, they um they've got tons of programs. You know, and and I think um you can have a lot of selection from those programs. What you get with Greater Omaha is you know one plant consistent all the time, man. Yeah. And it, the cattle, it's obviously right in the middle where all the best cattle are. You know, Angus cattle, uh, temperature good for angus rough um, you know they're pulling out of iowa nebraska they're, they're pulling the best cattle so it's uh,
1: who do you work with over there
2: uh, stan uh, our sales guy forever's been stan i can't say his last name mains stan yeah stan, stan, stan the man. man stan the man yeah and uh, <clears throat> he's a good guy uh, he's really taking care of us greater omaha is such uh, the quality product speaks for itself they export so much. And so they really don't have the product to sell to a large chain or anything like that. It's a great opportunity for little independence and, and like D- D- Derek's leading the way on this. Uh, it, it's amazing. I mean, I, 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 was here last week, a couple of weeks ago and I walked by his case and right. I was like, I, I got to grab two of these, Right. <laughs> you know, no. I, I mean, grab- it
0: just shows so well, everything that they do out there. It's, you know a lot of play. a lot of times pe- customers will come in they're like that choice looks better than any prime i've yeah. seen all throughout san diego yeah and it's you know greater almost creating a choice you know and <laughs> it's just what they do they're, they're the quality of their product they care there was times yeah. where i would actually call over there i'm like look guys you know uh, what do you guys ha- oh and it's like, a, and it's heard yeah yeah and i'm like I, I just i think a lot of times you guys get these phone calls about how bad things are i just want to tell you thank you oh. i'll call them and be like, hey thank you guys I your guys' product, you know, really helps us, and it holds us to a standard. And uh, we, you know, you kind of, you know, get kind of snooty sometimes when all this other stuff comes in. In case Greater Omaha gets shorted or yeah. you know, something happens, and yeah. we're, we're out of a, a tri tip, man, it's, it's night and day. It is, is. the the product that we're yeah. getting. So yeah, it is. It I know. Is. I know. Not right now because they don't have enough. You know. Not everyone can get it all the time consistently, but we've been fortunate enough to to be consistent.
2: And they have some. That export market, you know, they sell a lot of exports, so that export market goes on and off. And so it kind of really, the dollar has a lot to do with it. So, um, you know, they're always, they're not dumb. They they need to hedge some of that. They get big bucks for the exports, but they also, they're they're a well-ran, well-ran company. Have you
1: noticed the rest of the country starting to take notice of tri-tip? Or is that just something that we're still like the leading the way in
2: California? The only people in. People that do it. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Yeah, I, I, I did, actually. But I was living down in Florida 10 years ago, and that was, like, my my mission, you know. Just to find. To, to find and to sell. To yeah, get somebody right. to buy some hey, tri-tip. I'm like, I'm tri-tip. telling you, for the money, there's not a better piece of meat out right. there. I mean, you just, it's it's really pretty easy to cook. I mean, it takes you once or twice, and you know how to cut it after it's cooked. Right and uh but yeah to answer your question not really no <laughs> i always like oh man we should we should uh you know i was telling a buddy who's who's kind of in the restaurant business we should open a place in new york called san diego strips you know mm-hmm. and, and you know like new york strips right. and bring yeah. it to new york and call it san diego strips yeah i hope someone listening out there takes that idea yeah, and runs no it, kidding man, yeah
0: we we posted some stuff on facebook uh about a tri-tip and my old coach who lives in uh tennessee i think now um he races greyhound dogs. Chris Grebe, Coach Grebe. He uh, sent me a message. He's like, I can't fucking find tri tip anywhere. Will you please send me some so we have it on the list? We're gonna send him some out oh, this nice. week. We're gonna send him a just a, a prime, one of our ones that we do. That's a marinated one. Yeah. And then we're gonna send him uh, one of our smoked ones.
2: Where's uh, where's he
0: at? Tennessee.
2: Where you know what city? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I can get it for you.
2: Well, yeah, I'll um, find out, because I know we're delivering there somehow, and I can, right. you know, call a store in his neighborhood <laughs> and say, hey, right. dude, there's a guy that wants a tri-tip. You need to sell yeah. this tri-tip. Right. Sell oh, this tri-tip. Yeah.
0: No, he's, I mean, he's so, he's like, I, just one of the biggest things I was like, do you miss miss the Mexican food? And he's like, yeah, but I really <laughs> miss the tri-tip. Like, yeah, I can't I I can find tri-tip anywhere. Yeah. Um, people joke about how, you know, Sean and I, we do it all the time, but, um Our next Del Mar contest, instead of doing steaks, we're going to do a tri-tip category. Oh, yeah. Because it's out here, and I think people are going to...
1: We have to lead the way. I mean, tri-tip's just too incredible of a meat.
0: It's just such an
2: underutilized
1: piece of meat. I mean, you can do so much with it.
2: You guys are going to push the price up for everybody, but (laughs) but, I mean, I I really... I think that's already happened, hasn't it? Yeah, 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 it already has. Yeah. Yeah, it already has. And there's only... It's a thin meat, right? So there aren't that many tri-tips that come off the animal yeah. so there's you know for every animal there's only a couple
0: yeah so, there's only two of them yeah um you guys are also doing these things where you guys are going to different stores and i'm going to get on this uh wagon with you guys i talked to your old man about it um and you guys are bringing a a, a whole truck and you guys are doing a sale for a weekend right yeah what's that called
2: uh you know it's we're kind of calling it whatever However you, you want know, to market yeah, it Yeah, however you want to market it, you know, right. truckload sale, push bonanza, whatever you want to call it you know? right, and,
0: and that's pretty much just kind of given back to the consumer
2: yeah, I mean, we I think you sell it all in the bag, right and then you have it cut it up in the back.
0: yeah, you so know, you whatever. so the consumer can come, you'll have a huge truck out in the parking lot, yeah and they can say, for a discounted rate, yeah. we'll sell you this whole New York, yeah. and we can cut it to whatever portions you want. Yeah. We'll wrap it for you, we'll freezer wrap it, and we'll sell it to you. And that way, that consumer is now getting a better price. Yeah, um, it's drawing more people to the store. It's kind of more of a, an event. And um, from what I hear, they've been fucking crazy successful. Yeah, they have
2: been. Uh, you know, dollar's wines varies from store to store, but the mm-hmm. biggest thing that we see is is. Stores are coming back to us, and it's giving them anywhere from a six to ten percent lift on just foot traffic coming into the store. Right. Which you know, events. I mean, that's a
1: big deal. Events. dude. We're event driven. Yeah, it's yeah, all the reason events. why. Yep. So, how do you market the events? How do How do we market yeah. them?
2: We market them through whatever channel the store wants to market them. I mean, we don't. We obviously don't have that much of a presence on social media.
1: Not yet. Not
2: yet. You know, we were Who's we're, in charge of that? Yeah, good, good question, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was asking, I was asking him what, what, how do you get into it and <laughs> stuff. I'm thinking about maybe calling you later. Yeah, you know? no, so, for
0: sure. I mean, it's it's big. I know. For me, I had to get out of my comfort zone yeah. for social media because yeah. I'm not a. Um, it's hard for me to be kind of like a look at me, guy. Or, yeah. And you feel sometimes that's how it is when you're like on the Facebook or you're doing those things. And then yeah. once you start doing it enough, you realize that's not what it is at all. Yeah. And uh, Sean's actually helped me a ton get out of my my little shell and you know forcing me to do some of these things. And it's just paid off so so much. And it helps you engage with your consumer. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. I mean, for me to well, be able it's to just storytelling.
1: I mean, you're 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 not saying oh this is me, this is what I do. You're just showing them this is a day in the life of owning a butcher shop. Yeah. And that means that you're in Del Mar or you're out, you know, in the community or you're out doing these things. And next thing you know, someone's seen it and they're like, Oh wow. You know, well maybe I should just go stop by there. I've never been to Valley farm. I live in spring Valley, but I've never even been there. Yeah. Then they come in they're like, Holy shit. I, why the fuck haven't I been in here?
0: We get a lot of those people, you know, we, we've talked about it a little bit, but, um, my dad aunt, and uncle, took on another store in the 70s um out in otai early 80s and they've had they had it for you know 15 years um a rouse came in and kind of yeah blew them away um because they were still trying to be a commodity store not a specialty store yeah but what they did is they neglected this store and yeah. so they were putting all their efforts into that other store and, and talking about you know or, or all the resources everything they're doing just to try to stay afloat taking everything from here yeah and Then once that store, they actually had to sell it and get out of there, they came back here. And I mean, this place was, was really, really ran down. I mean, there was times that I would come in and there, there wouldn't be, there was an aisle that wasn't open. And to be honest, uh, you know, I was embarrassed. I was like, you know, my buddies were like, Oh yeah, Valley farm, you know, let's go over there and get some food. I'm like, no, my dad will bring something home. Like I didn't want to like have people come in. So then we started like, they started slowly getting back into it and, and working things out. And, um, you know, really kind of paying attention to uh, the details in, in this store um, and it you know the strike in 2004
1: mm-hmm. really
0: helped out and then um, we really started taking off Then I came in um, a little bit after that after I got done playing football and really try to s- change it from a commodity store to a specialty store and going on with those social media things and Mm -hmm. doing different things and different avenues. And I think that's really been a, a big blessing for, for the store. And,
1: uh, I mean, the bigger a company gets, the harder it is to feel like you can have an impact on social media, but like, you know, the thing that is the biggest impact is you just have to do it. And like, you're not going to do it perfect, and that and that's the toughest part for the bigger a company is when you're, you know, somebody like U.S. Foods that has they're publicly traded. I mean, it's so difficult because everything is scrutinized, no matter yeah. what. Every single post, every you know, every comment, every single word of text. But at the end of the day, like if you're not doing it, all you're doing is getting behind, you know. And like there's people in the company that are winning. That's a reason why you guys are still open. There's places like you know, like Greater Omaha. You know, stand the man. Somebody should be following Stan, the man, because that guy's obviously fucking doing it right. Right. I'm pretty sure he's not on social media. He's not. But somebody could be on him watching him do what he does because he's doing something that's fucking winning. Yeah. Like he's winning by keeping customers close by checking in. And whether that's him on the phone, whether that's him going down, talking to the plant, whatever the fuck that is, like, I guarantee you, people are going to see that and they're like, holy shit, this guy's fucking money. Yeah. Like there's a reason why those people stay in the business, and there's a reason why other people aren't in the business because they can't fucking hack it. Yeah. And like hacking it means creating those relationships. Creating those relationships that doesn't happen, you know, like that. That happens day in, day out, day in, day out, week over week over week.
2: And it's kind of like if if a tree falls and no one's around doesn't yeah. make any sound right yes. so like how do you make that sound and, and i guess social media would be the way to make that sound I mean, so, right and social media yeah.
1: is the way is because but like that re- that requires you to peel back the layers and to to show that you're vulnerable yeah. you know and like those are the things that Derek you know Derek and i talk about it's not easy just to Say all the times that we fucked up, right. you know. Get on a podcast and just go, "Oh yeah, this is you know my former <laughs> business partner, and this is this is how things can go." Or yeah, which, you know, by the way, what the fuck? man? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I, think, I think he's still angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. oh. Uh, no, I
0: think I think an avenue too. You guys could could go down. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head for Harvest Meat Company, though it's you guys already do this, but I haven't done it in the social media way. But helping out consumer because that just drives more business to them so if you can be like okay hey guys we're on social media we're going down to valley farm market we're going to wherever you guys are we're going come down and check it out drives more business to them therefore they're driving more business to you and and, you know it's a it's a marriage totally
2: totally uh, and and you know honestly i got to get my, my brother's been my brother's a little bit younger than than us and uh, he's been harping on it you know yeah. he's the new kid on the block and he's like, dude why you know this is crazy yeah. and and so then he's like, let me prove a point so he started picking up customers through Instagram yep. you know yeah. what I mean and No, so,
1: but that's absolutely right
2: yeah I mean so he's so I mean point taken I mean yeah. it's 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 we're kind of behind the ball on that luckily but I mean got if, if he of,
1: if he's willing to do that yeah you know, and does he work for the company? Oh yeah. Oh, looks like he just signed himself up. There's, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no choice in my family. You're working for the company, man. <laughs> that's that sounds very familiar. Yeah, there, there was a baseball card. Ask shop. my son. He's 60 days old. Ask, yeah. a, ask him. who's
2: his employer. Yeah, I I, I try to get a job at a baseball card shop in in, in high school. To hey, I'm yeah I'm cool. I'm a you know I'm well yeah that's cool but you know. Come, come four in the morning, unload the trucks, and then go to your baseball card yeah, shop. Yeah, right. You know.
0: Exactly. Okay. You know, I'm actually going to do a different approach. I think uh, when my kids get a little older, I don't want them working for me first. I think if they want to come in here, I mean, let's just say they have an interest. I, don't, I have no idea if they're going to or not. Yeah. Let's say they have an interest and they get done with college. What age are we talking about? Um, no, they're going to be working for me hard when they're young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what? No, I'm talking, I'm talking I'm about talking like like, when they're 24. After college, I want them to go out They're going and, to college? Yeah, fuck yeah. Really? I'm a huge proponent of education, man. I, I think it's huge. Yeah. I, me too. Uh, really want them to go to college. Um my wife and I talked about they're either going to the Big Twelve or Big Ten if they don't get a scholarship anywhere. Um, just because I think that experience being able to, you went to the Big Twelve. Yep. I went to the Big Twelve. I mean just seeing that it's something you never get in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, I agree. Ever. I, I mean, went to
2: Cal State San Marcos. It was it was cool. I was running track up there, but right. pretty
0: quiet. Right. You know? And I mean, for I talked to Corey about this earlier. It's like, yeah, I was an All-American and everything, and, and we drew a couple thousand fans out here. yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you know, this is kind of how sports are. You don't get the big crowds until you go to the NFL. Yeah. And then I go on my recruiting trips, and I'm like, you're walking into 80,000 people you're like, holy shit. It's like a uh-huh. completely different world out there. So I want my kids to experience that, but I really want my kids to be able to, when they come out, say, Hey, go work. If you, if you want to do the grocery store, go work for another grocer for two years yeah, and go experience it and understand. So when you do come into here, you're going to have a different perspective on, on what's going on. And um, hopefully that'll give them some insight and maybe they'll say, Hey, Dad, I think they were doing better than what you're doing. It. Yeah. Or I think, uh, but it gives them a platform so they don't just feel like I'm telling them this is what you have to do and how we're doing it. It allows them to kind of grow a little bit and, and be their own person. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate with my dad. He's a, He's a saint. I mean, he just, I don't think we could have worked any other way because I'm so persistent on, on certain things. And he's, he he allowed me that leash to go out and say, okay, no, I trust you. Let's, let's go do it. And and he, he's my biggest fan. He's like, let's go. Like whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm on board. And, um, you know, I want to be able to do that to my kids too. And I don't want them just to come in here and I tell them this is what you have to do. But when they come in here say, okay, you think that's going to work? You know, let's see, let's see if it's going to work. I think
2: that's kind of a you know, that's a good tell of a good family business and a family business is going to last a long time is, you know, there's room for growth and there's room for, uh, uh, different perspectives and, and, uh, you know, they're not afraid to throw everything up on the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. You know, it's,
0: no, we talk about it. I mean, people are probably sick of me always saying that we can pivot, you know, but you, you, you have to, as a small business, that's, that's one of our, our things is that we can change quick. Yeah. And, throw something up against the wall. If that fucking thing sticks, we're, we're going to run with that. Well, and I
2: think that's... I mean, we're big business, relatively big in yeah. the industry. And, uh, you know, we pivot pretty quick, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting on a plane this afternoon to make some pivots here, you right. know? like yeah. and So if what are you it's doing? time to pivot... Not, I can't tell you yet. Oh, I'm just <laughs> trying to go behind the smoke.
1: <laughs> trying to get that insider in.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> um,
0: how many employees do you guys have now?
2: So we've got, on the harvest side, 600. But I think total combined with with sherwood uh you know where i think we're pushing 2000 nice it's pretty amazing uh and and you know the coolest thing and i i don't really know that much about sherwood it's relatively pretty new but on the harvest side we have like it's a family business right but it's like families that work for us so like there's like dads and sons and there's like brothers and sisters you know that like the pepins you know there's a pepin that lit that that works out of out of San Diego. There's one that's our sales manager in Kansas City, you know. Oh, wow. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. If people want to move, we luckily have places where there's jobs and they can commute. And right. We usually we really believe in retaining our employees. I mean, there's some guys down there that have known me, you know, like the night biller that we hired when my, my mom was the night builder when we first started out, right? What's so, the night builder? Like the the like. That sounds when cool. I yeah. like that name. What's <laughs> the night builder. Give me a dead. No superhero. It's it's it's, the, it's it's a pretty responsible person, right? So my dad and my uncle be pulling the orders at night, right? And maybe one other guy, um, Ebernava, who worked for us down in San Diego. Now was probably there, and Dave Toyne. I don't know if you know Dave Toyne. He was probably there too, and Nick's Nick dad. Okay. And and uh, so anyway, the night what the night biller does, they pull all the orders, and the night biller gets them together, makes sure they're all right, and, and actually bills the invoices out, ah. right, and so make sure prices are right and all that kind of stuff. So As that opposed usually, to the day biller. There's, there's, I mean, you pull, you take the orders in the day, and then you, you you pull the orders at night, and you sh- So that's like a two a.m. gig. So my mom was nice. doing that. So when she was about five or six months, she was the
1: night biller. She was the night biller. You uh-huh. know, I mean, it was like a
2: three, four, five person
1: show back then. Nice. Right. So is there before, any, before it was six hundred? Yeah. yeah. Is there any Damn.
0: downtime at Harvest? I mean, are you guys open twenty four hours? I mean, obviously not. The offices aren't open twenty four hours. You but know, is there someone there? Because I know. Some of our loads come in at six in the morning, five in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Someone- it's, it's,
2: it's always happening. Um, yeah. There, there's, it depends. If I got a light night, like mm-hmm. on a, um, you know, I might, the, the guys might be, be done pulling and billing at night at 2 a.m. And then the first truck comes in at maybe 3.30. Okay. So you got you an know? hour and a half. So of, uh, there yeah. might be an hour and a half gap there, but a lot of time there's, there's crossover. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: no, you're talking about people being there forever. It's right? a team, man. It's, yeah. My, my uncle is there for, Long, long time and just uh, slowly working his way out. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, my dad was saying how they kind of helped him get that job and, and get in there. And I mean, he was in a pretty amazing job over there. Um, yeah, we're lucky to have him. I mean, happy. he's,
2: he's yeah. my mentor. Yeah. You know, so he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's what a What did he teach guy. you? Well, he teach me how to say shit. And fuck and all that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I think the the most important thing was to stay cool, man. He's a cool cookie. He's a real cool cookie. So uh, that's probably the biggest thing that he taught me.
0: Well, he was always telling me, too. He's like, you know, a lot of times I'm I'm essentially putting out fires. You know, sometimes we're like with the pork buying or whatever. He's like, so you just can't, you know, get too worked up. You just have to kind of just stay right here and know that. We're going to figure it out. Just give me time. And and if if I'm too high or I'm too low, it's like I'm not going to be able to think straight. So I just have to kind of stay here and just keep going. Kind
1: of like Chris Barr.
0: Yeah, Chris (laughs) (laughs) Barr. From Del Mar,
1: just pretty much... All the shit can go wrong, and he's just the same person. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't I talked matter. to him on on
2: Friday. <laughs> I really respect people like that. Man. Yeah, that's hard to do. Uh, it's Just well, like he, walking straight
1: through, people walking like straight and, through the fire. Yeah, It's just like just goes, oh, it's fire. And there goes Chris. Right, <laughs> yeah, it's fire. It's no, he good. called me
0: on Friday about those um, fucking fences that didn't get
1: the, picked up. The multiple fences. Yeah, at yeah.
0: Delmar, and uh, we finally got him a guy there at six.
1: Uh, at six p.m. Yeah. Right got before got the concert? Away.
0: Oh no, he got turned away. Yeah, I know. At two. Yeah, so I saw. He heard really got that. turned away on Monday too.
1: He got turned away. I thought he got him on Friday.
0: Yeah, but he went on Monday. They went on Monday, and Delmar sent him away.
1: Really? Yep.
0: So that was like. Did
1: he get it back? Did he get him?
0: Or are they still on there? Friday. He got him on Friday, but uh, you know, Chris was just. Cool as a cucumber. Hey, Derek. <laughs> yeah, do you think you can get them to come out here yeah. and pick it up? We got a concert going on at <laughs> 6 o'clock, and it's uh, 5 o'clock. Now, we need them gone. I do I'm like, dude, I'm on it. So I freaked out, and I'm fucking calling people cussing, yelling. I'm like, get the fuck over there and pick these things up, you know? He's like, yeah, we're just kind of bummed that they're still here, and we got uh, those electrical things that we're missing. So, um, you know, we're gonna have to talk about that. I'm like, right, right on, dude. Fuck, you know, like it. Sucks to fucking, you know. You kind of feel like you're letting him down, um, but yeah, he's a uh, he's crazy. So, tell us about when
1: the shit goes wrong.
2: Uh, well well give us a story there's a whole bunch of well we gave you one with the when the power went out yeah you yeah know? so we he ended up finding a way right yeah. it just goes back to what you're saying earlier when you're when you're the businessman you just find a way to, to to make it happen man. you have I to have another choice so uh let's see what's another way i mean there's stuff goes wrong all the time like uh, well, i'm
0: sure turnovers a bitch too, right? For drivers and and getting everyone. Our
2: drivers stick around pretty good. Our warehouse yeah. guys stick around pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we really pride ourselves in in in, in including them in decision making and and you know the doors are always open. So, I mean, I know uh, Caesar Bermudas in in our in our he's a young kid, good kid down in our in our in our warehouse. Shit, he'll walk right in the CEO's office and and just say, hey, we're doing it like this. We should probably do it like this, you know. And and they'll sit there and they'll talk and they'll All right, we'll give it a shot, you know. And, you know, nine maybe nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, four out of five times. They're probably right. You right. Oh yeah.
0: so, well, they're 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 grinding it every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean the shit goes wrong every
2: day. You know, yeah. and, and um but like catastrophic shit is like, you know, a truck, a chicken truck on the way in and like, you know, um it flips over and you're in your 40,000 pounds of chicken. You and you're, your neck,
1: a... your neck deep in your insurance policy. Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, it, Ooh, that know,
1: exclusion of the chicken you know, necks, you know, if or a chicken or neck it catches on
2: fire and it's like, you know, smoked chicken yeah. on the 15 or something like that, you know, Gee but, much. uh, you know, that's some of the things so you're scrambling to get your customers covered. And, Luckily, L.A.'s usually have have some meat that you can buy from some people, and we figure it out. You know, you. you What's the
1: most angry you've seen, Derek? I'm never Uh, never angry. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm just just uh, like my uh, uncle. You're just like Chris Barr. Calm (laughs) Calm and collected. I remember.
2: uh, I remember playing, actually, probably football days. I, football I, I days? Played, I played at uni. Okay. And so we had a oh, game at Oh, uni, pre-Cathedral pre, uh, Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Dating us all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting aged. Anyway, we
2: had a game at Monta Vista. I, I was, like, so stoked. I was a freshman, going to be brought up to varsity. This guy was on varsity. I was like, shh. But they was playing me in the JV game, and I got knocked out cold. Like, out cold. Nice. But I remember seeing film from this dude, and he was
0: on... F an animal, man. He was an animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, those were those were fun days. I yeah. actually watched some of my old film not too long ago. and I'm like, wow. Yeah, I don't even remember doing that. It yeah, pretty. I think that guy is hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to get back up.
1: Imagine how I how I felt when I watched you fly six feet back from a smoker.
0: Yeah, that was gnarly yeah <laughs> I like, like I said man that was uh, I haven't been hit that hard you've never been
1: hit that hard
0: it was it was it was intense it yeah. was intense you know it's funny though you know there we always talk about there's people that run from things and there's people that run to things yeah and uh one of the first people you know j c on a dead sprint <laughs> making sure we're okay and of course you know, just uh everyone that there's a lot of there's a team right across from us that came out and they made sure we were okay and I mean the oh.
1: firefighters, the paramedics they were just they, they they couldn't understand how the fuck nobody was injured
0: right oh, like, wow. I
1: do not understand how Gene's entire shirt is burned and singed, and he's wearing this bikini barbecue shirt <laughs> it used to resemble it <laughs> used to resemble a polo shirt yet nobody's hurt. that yeah, was
0: nuts. yeah, I mean um to walk away really unscathed is is pretty intense me and Sean. We talked about that too, you know, like the the war stories and, and, you know, I look over at Sean, he's on the phone, and I'm like, okay, who are you talking to? And he's like, look, man, I wanted to call the head guys at Del Mar first and let them know what happened and the true story because before you know it, yeah, the security guard is going to tell their buddy who's going to tell their wife who's going to know someone's wife and is going to call Craig Dado and tell him that Sean and Derek got their arms blown off and now they're riding horses on the track, you know, before you, like, you don't, you don't know <laughs> what much. that story is going to be. Yeah. Pretty so, much. Yeah. you know, was that an easy conversation for, for Sean to make? Absolutely not. But it was something that he had to do and take the initiative to do that. And those are, those are things, you know, behind the smoke scenes that it's like, fuck the last person you want to call and say, Hey, uh, the fucking head <laughs> vice president at Del Mar Thoroughbred Club. We just had an explosion. And yeah, we, we we event. we were in it. And we were in it. Um, you know, but it's the right the, thing to do. So
1: when legal and when liability, when they all start contacting you and letting you know what happened, and the why officer. there's paramedics yeah. and why there's a fire department out there. This is what really happened. So and, uh, we were actually in the incident report. We didn't we didn't write the incident report this time. Yeah. It's all good. Whew. Yeah. It's it all good. good.
0: It was good, man. It was, uh... Thank God. Was that Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. It was... Um...
1: Yeah, the best was hearing Bill and JC talk about, they're like, well, we would have all just been out of, not only out <laughs> of the barbecue festival, but there's no more Valley Farm. There's no more Cali Comfort.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you, we hear about it all the time. I mean, I know... Um, what do you mean? Gene's Jean, Jean's, Jean's Jean's an expert witness. About... Yeah, James or talked death about by it, like, barbecue. Yeah, he's like. Randy Gill, that's what he does. People, they die um, yeah. from things like that, you know? I mean, it shook the ground. I mean, I had people be like, what happened? You know, we thought, I'm like, well, I was probably one of the reasons the ground shook because yeah. I <laughs> flew over a fucking fence, but um, it was it was gnarly. Smoker's okay. Um, got a few things we're going to switch on it, get a few new valves and, um, Going to do some fabricating to make it run a little bit more like an old hickory. So when it starts up, the igniter has to start before the propane goes. Um, so the propane can't be running if there's no igniter. And then got to get some new gauges for it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's going to be up and running. We'll have it there at uh, Spring Valley. There you go, November fifth. You guys got to come to that one. Yeah. yeah, that one's here in Spring Valley. Yeah, you guys need to be a part of it. We'll uh, try to get. We'll uh, put your
1: booth right in front of the smoker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be, uh, we, we might have, we might have a little bit of a liability fence oh, man. a little distance that's yeah funny. that uh no but yeah let's uh figure out yeah, how we, can we get you guys involved in that um that one that's a that's a really fun one i mean not to say Delmar is not fun um because it's really exciting and fun for us but spring valley because it's in our it's on our home that's yeah, it's where backyard you man. know we see all the all it's our character our, all of our uh, customers and everyone coming through and they're just so excited about it. And it's, we talk about how there's used to be this thing called Santa, Santa Sofia fair um, in Casa de Oro over here. And I mean, I look forward to it so, so much when I was a kid I, and I couldn't wait. I mean, I just, I'm like, I can't wait till I get old enough. I can go in the beer garden. That's yeah, yeah, what I yeah, wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I was <laughs> so bad. And right before I could legally go in there, not to say I didn't go in there illegally, but right before I could legally go in there, they um, had to shut it down. So now to be able to have something like this one in spring Valley that, could be something like that for a kid that says oh I can't wait for this uh, barbecue event now we have rides and different things and um, dancing interaction and the beer garden and well, the coolest County, thing California. too
1: is just being up in Del Mar and having you know people that have listened to the podcast they're like you know we love barbecue so fired up about the podcast you know can't wait to come out and compete and like compete and they're like yeah i want to compete in spring Dude, valley i'm like be careful, you what, be careful what you say Dude, i'm gonna I'll sign you up, up i'll so sign quick. you up right here right here let's go i let's will do sign it.
0: you up so quick
1: so yeah we've got some uh some friends that are going to be first time competitors for spring valley and
0: you know did i show you taylor who the taylor and kelsey yeah the uh, smoker i gave him yeah and he fixed it all up yeah he's already smoked tri-tipped and he signed up last did he no oh well, we should i already sign signed him signed up, him up. fuck yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. he signed up
0: sean just came in this morning and he was telling me uh sean hall he uh got a smoky mountain yeah weber and um
1: i think we're gonna have to cap it this year we're gonna run out of space on troy street i don't know man that's a long street it's a long street
0: it's a long street we get a lot it's a big smoker
1: there. that we're bringing out there that is, it's big. Thirty-four smoker. feet
0: long. It's a big smoker. A lot of storage. A lot of uh, cooking How, space. Thirty-four feet long. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll put it on the show notes. We'll, uh, I'll show you here in a in a little bit what it looks like. But um, so,
1: are you guys hiring? Yeah. Are you always hiring? Yeah. I mean, we're always looking for,
2: you know, whatever's out there.
1: Yeah. What What's the ideal person to work for Harvest?
2: Um you know somebody that's gonna how do you guys how do you guys go about hiring a lot what? of lot of a uh, lot of referrals i think yeah i mean honestly I, like i said earlier i think a lot of like hey i got a brother he'll work his butt off you know can you yeah. give him a shot and, that, and that, like you know like our sales manager in san diego came out of the warehouse how many so, people
1: do you have in sales
2: uh probably 160 170 that's cool. it that's it <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> wow yeah yeah, that's a lot, and
1: that's for the entire nation.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, that's just that's probably just out of the 600 on the harvest side. I, I'd say you probably have something similar to that in Sherwood too. So. Wow, 350. Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. I mean, it's there's it's a focus on on people's business, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the direction we kind of give them to go. And uh, what are you guys
1: doing on the technology side to make it easier on independents to order and things like that? You
2: know, we have. I'm glad you brought that up. We have. Uh, we have access to like online ordering and all that kind of stuff. It's just a matter of us setting it up, you know, on on an No, it's a matter way. of dealing
1: with assholes like us that don't want to change. <laughs> well, like, and that's fine hey, too. Hey fuck face. No, no. I <laughs> stop, mean like stop ordering the old way. Like let let's work on it. No, let's make it better. It's available.
2: It's it's um but honestly in this business, personal contact's a big deal. Man. Well yeah,
1: but you can have personal contact, but you know, if you use technology to be more efficient with your ordering with something that you're doing multiple times a week and you're saving sales time plus you're saving operator time. Yeah. You can use that relationship time on something that is going to actually be more impactful. Yeah, sell an item. yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I tell my guys to do both and it's there, you know, it's there if somebody wants it, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, you got to I'm with it. you got to you know? actually kind of you know? got to force it to be yeah. If, if Yeah, I know. My recommendation, I mean, I just knowing how restaurant owners are and how, you know, managers are, they fucking hate change. No, and I like know. Especially technology. And, you know, we can't be the industries that are so low resistant to change. And the next thing you know, fucking Amazon's droiding food, you know, to somebody else. And there is no dude, butcher shops and restaurants.
0: That's fuck. a good like, point. We need to get our shit together.
2: That's a good point.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that scares the fuck out of me, dude. I get so. Like, I, I get
1: six fired up about it. It's because of the, good, dro- the good drone. The drone's i going to say Valley Farm on it sponsored by valley farm yeah
0: i mean i don't have that kind of fucking money (laughs) to do all that shit but i mean it it scares the shit out of me to to you know know that that is actually it's happening gonna happen no it's happening to to know you know i know people still want that one-on-one feel um and still want you know people to kind of show them how to cook things and but that convenience yeah i mean fuck i might even uh, (laughs) <laughs> order yeah. from amazon you know what i mean like yeah. to get like yeah but for me I'm, I'm thinking like well you know there are those people that are like okay i want a new york or i want a ribeye but i want the chuck end of the ribeye yeah right and that person where that amazon's not gonna know what the fuck a chuck end is no and where, where they're gonna you know that's how how i whenever i'm out somewhere i'm like <clears throat> give me a chuck end ribeye that, that's my shit right there That's yeah. what i'll eat all day long um and if they were to just send me a, a loin in i didn't I'd be pissed. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, there's some people like me out there that don't. Uh, well,
2: I think that's a big thing. It's we got to educate, right? Yeah. I mean, we got to the more educated consumer that's out there, the the better for a, an independent that you know can focus on that and can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got to do. And you know, back to back to what else we're doing. We're 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 setting up meetings with companies that you know do, do different things specifically for on the. You know, social media marketing and, yeah. and other stuff like that, for specifically specifically for independent grocers. So, well, sure.
1: I mean, the I mean, social the social side has to be educational, and the more educational and the more transparent it is, the more customers are going to appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. You know, they're going to appreciate the fact that you know it's not a secret. You actually take pride in every step of the process. These are the steps in the process, and the fact that you're willing to put it out there as opposed to somebody else, you know, that makes their trust level with you that much higher.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Transparency is that's, it's not like uh, a point of differentiation. It's a, it's a necessary thing. Absolutely. You know, it has to be there, you know, no,
0: it, it is. It's huge and to know, you know, I can always call and say, Hey, what else is coming in? Um, you know, we're going to start doing these, these, uh, grass fed stuff. Yeah. And we're going to start bringing in some Chuck and some other things. Yeah. And, um, you know, now you're telling me this is what's coming in. This one's, you know, we've found it's a little bit better than this product. And you're you're always honest with me and what what I have going. Now I'm getting to go and fly out to Nebraska, and then from Nebraska, you guys are flying me to Wisconsin and the grass fed yeah. uh, thing with Kenny. I mean, you know, just educating me so now I can educate my consumer and be transparent with them. And this is what's going on. Yeah, that, that's going to be, you know, that those are crucial things. I know you can't do it for everyone, but. uh you know those key guys that hopefully yeah hope and we do
2: the best we can you know yeah and
0: lacrosse is a good beer town nice yeah they drink a lot of beer dude there, yeah. i'm actually excited my buddy uh is in madison so he's gonna try to meet me out i think it's like two hours away i haven't seen him since uh oh cool for a long time played oh, cool. he played at uh wisconsin oh cool um, we played high school together oh cool calvin barrett he was a monster oh yeah i remember that name yeah he was a, a monster of a player. Yeah. In, um, Probably one of the biggest hits I've ever seen in high school football. It came from him. Really? fucking <laughs> Literally did a flip in there. I don't know. It was crazy. So
2: you guys Charger fans still?
0: Yeah. Are Huge. you?
2: Are you? Die hard. You know, I, I broke up with them a couple of years ago when they fired Marty. Yeah. You know, I broke. I mean, I just I saw the writing on the wall, so I just yeah. didn't want to go
0: through the hard It's going to
1: be an interesting football season, that's for sure. That yeah. That is for sure. I mean,
0: to say the least. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh... But you know, Philip's still doing good. Yep. That yeah. You fucking gotta love Philip. He's doing his thing, man. He's working his ass off, and he had a great preseason.
2: And LT was pure class in the in Hall of Fame. I mean, pure Hall of class, awesome. man. He was yeah. a Hall of Fame kind of guy too. So, if
1: people want to find you, are you on Twitter?
2: Not on Twitter Not yet. Today, though. not yet. Yeah, yeah, man. I better get my shit done today. today. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna. Get I'll, I'll do it. I'm saying,
0: he's gonna fucking follow up with you. I will. He's gonna bug the fuck out of you. Okay. So
1: yeah. So one of the things that I mean. It's not just the companies that have to be on social. It's the more that salespeople, executives are on social, yeah. the more that you buy in, then the whole company's embracing the process. You know, the more that my managers are on it, the more that they can get content when I'm not there yeah. or when Corey's not there. And that yeah. stuff is important because you just never know where that sale's gonna happen. And the sale's gonna happen on the DM. It's gonna happen when somebody's like, Hey, you know, we're doing this festival. Hey, Oh, well we do meet like let's talk. Yeah. Next thing you know, as opposed to the old way of, you know, calling somebody or the old referral, it's going to be based off of, Oh, you follow this person. Here's a recommended follow. You're like, Holy shit. Look at this company is doing They're yeah. sending Derek to fucking Nebraska. Like look at, you know, Derek's on social saying, thank you. Harvest. Like, what do you mean? Thank you. Harvest. What did they do? Well, this is what they did. And then they go and they find someone like you. Yeah.
2: I'm on Instagram.
1: You're on Instagram. Yeah. On what? Kyle. Meet, Kyle Levy. Meet Kyle. Meet Kyle. Like meet. M e a t.
2: Ah, that meet. Yeah, meet Kyle.
1: And then that'll be your Twitter handle too.
2: Uh, yeah, if it's not taken. Yeah. There we go. I don't think it's that going to be that popular. I Good. like it. I
1: like it.
0: No, I mean get, get them all. I 100 percent agree. Like tweet, I said, tweet, I know mean, it's, it's kind of hard, especially podcast musician. By the
1: way. We went to the podcast.
0: podcast this, is, I
2: didn't, I, this is my first. I'd never even listened to a podcast before. There, well, so, I mean, like, you guys are kind of really blowing my mind right
1: well, now. Well, yeah. it's the craziest. I mean, we, so we went to Podcast Movement, which was up in Anaheim, you know, this conference. And it was just, it was so fascinating, the speakers that would come. Once Google and Android get a native app it's for fu- listening, it's fucking for listening it to podcasts, it's going to oh. change the world. 14% of the world has iPhones. 14%. And eighty four percent of people that listen to podcasts, they listen to it through an iPhone. I mean, so that means yeah. that they're because of the native app on the iPhone, it's easier to listen on an iPhone. So once that Android market comes and that Google market, it's gonna change the it'll change the game. Plus you have Am- Teslas. Plus you have Amazon Echo yeah. coming into your house, you have Google Home, you've got Tesla that has a native app. Everything's room. gonna change yeah. with, with voice. And you know, being on podcasts is Something that we're very fired up about, and to go to podcast movement and to see people that are telling you to be on Twitter, Derek. I know uh, he came into the he couldn't have come in at a better time. I walked than into this session. one uh, class,
0: and right when I walked in, then she was talking about having like two hundred, she followers Two hundred and fifty thousand followers just she's reaching out MSN she's NBC. always engaging she's on we, cnn we she's, retweeted does, her shit yeah. and she's like fucking saying thank you she, she can't, can't wait down to have barbecue she can't wait like, to come Whoa. down
1: to have barbecue yeah it was awesome and, just yeah. that
0: exposure that we're getting just from that i mean it's uh, yeah it,
2: it does it's it's pretty mind-blowing
0: actually when you sit down to think about it you cannot reach the amount of no. people it, yeah the way social media does it's a worldwide else, can't.
1: well it's social sh- it's not just social it's podcast i mean it's digital it's yeah. digital marketing and you know we're so fortunate to have people listening to this podcast and to you know write us a review or follow us on facebook or to send us a tweet and show us what kind of you know barbecue they're doing and it's yeah, awesome tag
0: us in some stuff man. we'll uh throw it up there we'd love to see what you guys are doing what you, uh you know like what sean said what barbecue you're making um What's happening? Any war stories you have at your your place? Or uh, show us
1: some butcher shops. Show I would us love some to meat. Some show shop. us some meat around the world. We like, want to see uh, you know what, what else is out there. Yeah, what are they doing in South Africa? Absolutely. Right. What are
2: they smoking in South Africa? That's what I kind of want to know. Uh, I would yeah, love yeah. to see
1: that. Absolutely. There's some South Canada. African
0: teams that joined the KCBS that had mm-hmm. uh, Arlie said. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it's a big deal. A little bit different, but uh, yeah, it's it's good. Kind so of, I can't uh, thank you enough, man. Thanks Just for having out, No, this wow. is cool. So yeah. tweet at him. Yeah, when this podcast comes <laughs> meet, out. Meet Kyle at.
1: I want you to flood his Twitter account. Get, get flood him. Flood it. Guys. Flood it. I'll. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, how do you pre- spell appreciate Twitter? you coming out. <laughs> 140 characters or less. Right on, man. Thanks for coming out. Cool. Thanks, guys.